The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It is February 28th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. With me, as always, Mr. Raj Geary. Matt Morgan is coming along. We're going to be talking about SmackDown Live for February 27th. And uh, yeah, best SmackDown in a while last night. The build-up to Fastlane. Quite a bit happened. John Cena being added to the main event. Looks like uh, we got a lot of hot action on the tag team front with the promo last night between the Usos and the New Day. Um, and uh, Josh Dumel, the man we've been talking about trying to pronounce his name, showed up last night for an episode, The Return of the Fashion Files. So, uh, Raj, do you think part of the reason last night was so good, and before we get into it, we'll wait for Matt before we jump into the recap, but stories breaking today, front page of Wrestling Inc., Fox Sports executives were in attendance last night for SmackDown Live Makes sense that they put their best foot forward trying to to get that bid in for those TV negotiation rights. Yeah, I mean that's huge. I mean that's I mean there's a lot of big stories today, um, which we're going to jump into. But yeah, I mean, you know that's been the rumor, right? That, that I mean that Fox is interested interested in getting the WWE TV deal. Uh, there were even rumors that they might be interested in outright buying WWE. Um, so this is, uh, this is very interesting, um, you know, because WWE had said they were hoping to get the TV deal finalized uh, around this t- time frame, you know, by the, by the summers. Um, even though their TV deal with USA isn't up until uh, next year, they, uh, yeah, they, I mean, this is a big deal. So one second, let me see who all was there. So Colin Cowherd was there. We had reported that last night. Um, and then also... Uh, to do do Fox Sports president Eric Shanks and Fox Sports talent producer Jacob Oldman. So these aren't uh, it's not just random guys showing up for a taping, I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, you'd think in uh, Los Angeles that there would be a lot of people in entertainment coming out. But uh, I think definitely, man, having the executives there really adds something to uh to the business negotiations that are going on now, if this were to happen, I mean, one, if Fox were to outright acquire WWE, that would be the biggest change in professional wrestling since Vince acquired WCW. Probably the uh, biggest change in professional wrestling since it went to television on a weekly basis. Who knows what that would mean? But uh, if Fox Sports just took over the broadcast, I think even that would be a pretty huge shakeup. This isn't just like going from you know TNN to sci-fi to the USA network. No, it's uh well yeah, I mean, even getting the uh sorry, one second. Matt is having Matt actually um drove all the way to his wife's office so he could have uh be on the better Wi-Fi connection with his laptop and they have heightened security there. So he's having <laughs> some issues. So he might just be jumping on on his phone. So uh just one second. Oh, uh, man. but yeah. yeah, I mean this is Throw out a sale. I just, I just feel like a sale is unlikely. Yeah. Um, even if it does, I mean, obviously that happens. That changes so many things. <clears throat> but just a TV deal that would, you know, one of the rumors was that Raw would be on Fox, and then SmackDown moved to FS1, and Raw and Fox, you know, that's network television. That would be the first time that Raw has ever been on network TV. I mean, SmackDown's been on like the CW and my network TV and stuff in the past, like minor networks. But UPN, man. UPN. Um, yeah. But this would be, you know, the first time it's on one of the big four. And it would also cut it down to two hours. And they would pretty much have to end on time because of the local oh, yeah. news. So um, that would be a huge improvement because that's been one of the biggest complaints of Raw, you know, since they went uh, to three hours. Was that like six years ago? Yeah. So that would be gigantic. Yeah. I mean, and who knows what that would mean behind the scenes? I mean, a sale of the company, would Triple H and Stephanie stay on? Would Vince stay on in some capacity? Um, I'm sure, company- like, usually with the sale, the previous person stays on for a while, you know, yeah. to help transition and everything. 
I would think they would have to. I think that would be part of it. Um, you know, I'm sure Vince would want to make sure that Triple H, Stephanie are, you know, given, uh, you know, front office positions. But again, I don't want to speculate too much on that just because I don't, it doesn't, there hasn't been much talk of it really going that far in that direction. So, yeah, and it seems like, uh, I don't know, it's only going to be worth more, you know, the longer they wait with the WWE ratings ebb and flow. It's never going to be worth what it was. Well, again, 20 years ago. Yeah. And let's, well, it's it's worth more than it ever is right now. Uh, yeah, as well, far as as a company, with I'm the, saying the, uh, the, the interest. If the interest had been worth oh, yeah. twenty years ago, it'd be worth five times what it is right now. Mister Matt Morgan, how's it going? Uh, incredibly frustrated, but how are you guys, <laughs> man? How's it going? I kind of explained your ordeal to to the listeners. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, I'm not sure if you checked out the site this morning, but a ton of a uh, ton of big news uh, over the last day. Over the last 12 hours, actually, um, Fox Sports executives were at SmackDown last night. Fox Sports president, um, Callan Cowherd, who has ripped pro wrestling shreds in the past. Yeah, hundreds of times. Yeah, and Fox Sports talent producer Jacob Ullman. So, uh, you know, they're hoping to have the TV rights deal up soon. Obviously, this is going to throw wow. some, you know, you know, throw some. What's the what's the saying? The wood, wood in the fire? Gas or? on the fire? Gas on the yeah. fire. Jeez. Gas on <laughs> it's the early fire. in the morning, guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that would be, uh, that'd be gigantic. Yeah. Uh, what else is breaking? Let's, let's cover one of their big. So also, you know, with that, you you know, Fox yeah. is going to want, because with, they have UFC right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, they have tons of UFC programming between FS1 and FS2. I'm sure they're going to probably want more WWE programming for FS2 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could open up avenues for NXT on FS2. Um, who knows? Sunday night heat, man. Now's the time. No, it's it's never the time. They don't need another <laughs> uh, main roster show. But as far as uh, you know, elevating some of their other brands like Two Hundred Five Live or 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 NXT, it's it's a perfect perfect time for that. Yeah, so, we'll yes. see. We'll keep our eye on that. So the other big, so we'll go down the the list and then get to SmackDown. The other big thing: Dana White, UFC president saying that it's a very, very, very good chance that Brock Lesnar returns to UFC. Hmm. I'm saying no still. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the same thing that happened last time. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, We'll see. I mean, Lesnar has never meant more to the UFC than he does right now. Uh, The UFC, their top stars, Ronda Rousey, now with WWE... Conor McGregor, who knows when he'll fight again. George St. Pierre is out with an illness. Who knows if he'll be able to come back. So they, John Jones had a terrible hearing with the uh, California State Athletic Commission yesterday. Uh, his license was revoked. It's going to USADA. Could face up to a four-year suspension. So they have no real bankable stars right now. So Brock mm. Lesnar has never meant wow. more to them. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So if, if UFC can get him, um, I, you know, Dana White's not going to just uh, be posing for photos with Brock so Brock gets a better WWE deal. <laughs> and, you know, he, he definitely wants Brock yeah. back. So, Man. And it's interesting. I think, uh, yeah, he's quite an asset right now, especially given the WWE TV rights are being negotiated. Well, what uh, a waste. Um, what a waste with WWE and their booking with how they've done it with Lesnar if he just leaves after WrestleMania. You know what I mean? You built so much equity in one guy for one loss. Yeah, but that's but but it's a mammoth loss. It's it's, it's it gets Roman, right? I don't think yeah. it takes him to I don't think it so like if you knew Brock is leaving possibly leaving a year ago, you could have had Lesnar lose to Roman at SummerSlam, right? Uh then have him oh, lose sure. to Braun. Or have him lose a rematch to Roman, then have him lose to Braun at Royal Rumble, and then have him face someone like a Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, help elevate Rollins. And if he ends up resigning, you have Lesnar beat Rollins and then do a summer-long program with uh, Rollins ultimately beating Lesnar. You get three guys over that way as opposed to one guy with one match. You definitely do. You definitely do. But uh, it's that WrestleMania marquee matchup, though, that, that you do lose by having him lose anybody else at any given time before Mania. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not as strong, but ultimately you probably get more guys over. The other you, of course you do. That's argument for this entire thing with 
you guys would say, oh, it's a great deal that Brock's only wrestling every so often. I want the dude on TV as much as possible. <laughs> but I think, you know, you would still have that WrestleMania loss with Lesnar to Rollins. If he's leaving, you could, well, you could throw that stip anyway. If you had Lesnar do all those losses to Braun, Roman, and say, look, we're, and have it be for the Intercontinental title. Have Rollins be the Intercontinental champ. You know, challenge Lesnar. Lesnar would say he'd leave WWE if he lost to Rollins. It makes all that more anticipation in that match. And then either way, it's a it's a huge match. But anyway, I'm armchair booking, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. This this plan, and that's why we've really talked about it. So anyone that follows this podcast knows, you know, we've been talking about for a long time this big plan with Lesnar and Reigns at WrestleMania for Reigns to go over, be established at the top face of the company. And I think that's what, I mean, Raj, I hear you talking about, we talk about it all the time. Yes. Nope. Whoa. Oh, Glenn, Glenn that froze this time. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, we like, all right. How about now? Am I okay, back? Yeah, yeah, you're back. Um, but that's the thing, Raj. You make a great point in laying out, you know, the alternatives to this, which is what makes it, uh, I don't want to say commendable, but remarkable that they've stuck to this plan. And given yes. the promo that Roman cut Monday, kudos to Vince McMahon. This just might work. Hey, really quick. Can you guys hear me? You know what I just thought of? Right. We, we, uh, we're, I'm hopefully going to get to the horrible ratings that Rhonda drew, right? Yeah. But, yeah. uh, I was going to say, I don't think they did themselves any favor with that Roman Reigns promo about Brock not being there now. Think about it. Why how, many people tuned out, how many people tuned out after they said that? After he said Brock <laughs> isn't here. <laughs> yeah, they could have had that be the last segment. Think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'm sure they assumed that all those people would be staying for Ronda. So, but I yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like an armchair uh, quarterbacking it's so weird that fans will tune out in the third hour, no matter who's on. I mean, the first ever raw appearance of Ronda Rousey and you know, the rating fell 15% from hour one with viewership. That 45 minute match with the Miz and Finn and Rollins. I mean, look, love all those guys. That was a really long. It was long. I'm sure they felt after the the gauntlet match last week was a big success as far as yeah. Yeah. so I wonder if they yeah. just thought, oh look, the the long matches are drying, let's do it again this week. But you have to have the right mix of people. You know, you had all the top guys last week in that match. You can't yeah. do an hour long Oscar versus you know right. Bailey match and expect expect people to stick around. Right, it's got to be the right mix. Yes. So, um, I think they. Really? Yeah, tested the limits of how long people want to watch The Miz get beat up for. I do got to say, too, man, with Finn, um, he, he's losing steam. Yeah, he's he's losing steam. His his numbers are have not been not been good. Um, I think the blue trunks. Spot, even he the mixed match challenge he was in last night. That was the and granted he's not the only one in the match, obviously, but that was the lowest drawing uh mixed match challenge match there has been to this date so um wow yeah so twenty four thousand, i think was around the peak last night it was really low yeah no no the peak was uh i could double check it was it was like sixty two thousand or something really that high i mean for most of it it was it was in the 20s when i was watching but it was was low yeah towards Um, the end it, it it picked up a lot Mm. But yeah, Rob went from 3.4 million viewers in the first hour to 2.89 in the in the third. Mm. 3.4 or 3.14? 3.4 in the first hour. Wow. Wow. So they had a big first hour. Um, it was down still from show. last week, and they were coming off the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. But... Yeah, yes. That's not a good sign coming out of a pay-per-view. Well, last week was unusually high. It's It's kind of crazy how high it was I, I i don't know if it was just starting with rollins and reigns and that made such a big difference but uh last week had a huge first hour last week I, last week was 3.5 in the first hour hmm oh wait a minute was last week we, we all thought we'd get uh, ronda but she didn't come no, no last week was gauntlet oh yeah last oh. week was gauntlet okay so so anyway he, yeah so SmackDown last night opened with John Cena 
speaking of ratings, they knew people were going to be tuning in uh, to see what his plan was. Came out and asked to be added, well, asked, demanded to be added to the uh, main event in Fastlane. Instead, Daniel Bryan came out and said that if he beat AJ Styles later in the night, that it would happen. Um, Real quick, do we want to talk about Cena and Mysterio now or after SmackDown? I don't buy that, by the way. Yeah, the more I think about it, I don't buy it. Uh, Justin Barrasso broke, uh, said Rey Mysterio was backstage Last night, it's SmackDown Live in Los Angeles, and that it's going to be Mysterio versus Cena at WrestleMania, nope. not no. Cena versus Undertaker. Nope. No so, way. yeah, he's saying the Undertaker is out. That match is out. Cena had requested to work with Samoa Joe or Rey Mysterio, and it's they're looking to have a deal with Mysterio finalized by the end of the week. Um, and this, you know, not... this is Sports Illustrated. Um, really you know, that's not an Bur- interesting match who cares about that match I, yeah. love both, I love i love ray but well i'm guessing that cena would probably lose since he's pretty much gonna be gone for a while he's not even on the SummerSlam tickets this year uh his photo they got ronda rousey but not him um so if they need another big star you know ray did draw a lot of interest at the royal rumble i mean a ton of interest his, his videos got more views on youtube by far than ronda rousey's yeah that's I don't know. Actually. Yeah. So, I mean, hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Glenn. Oh, no. It just doesn't feel – look, the, here's it the doesn't. problem. You know, if you got in your head – and I was skeptical about Undertaker coming back. A lot of people were. But if you get in your head that it's Cena versus The Undertaker, and then you go, oh, well, it's Cena versus Rey yeah. Mysterio, that's yeah. – I mean, that's cool, but it's kind of a letdown. Well, what, a, well that's the thing. I, it for sure is. And was that Cena promo last week not teasing an eventual Undertaker match, but really just telling fans – Undertaker's not happening. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. I don't think they, you know, Justin Brasso, we had him on our, um, you know, we had him on the podcast last week. Uh, I don't think he's going to risk his reputation, to, you know, uh, to illy willy throw out a, a story like this, on, you know, on Sports Illustrated, which is a huge, you know, the top, you know, one of the top sports publications in the country. Have so, they ever been, has he ever been wrong before? People that doubted him, I can't remember. Um, people that doubted his stories. Look, I I was questioning the Dolph Ziggler, you know, salary, but no one has come out and refuted that. No credible sources refuted that Ziggler, his new deal is you know one point five million per year. Because nobody nobody really talked about what what you make backstage. They they, they, they yeah. just don't. It doesn't yeah. come up. Right. But. Um, <laughs> So on, in this case, PW Insider, they're reporting that um, the match is correct. Um, hold on a sec. Because we, cannot confirm, we cannot confirm that the match is correct. Wow. But they have been gearing up talks. Uh, but they're saying – so actually Justin Labard uh, texted me this morning saying that Mysterio was not backstage uh, – at SmackDown, PW Insider is reporting the same thing. Meltzer as well is, is saying it. Okay. That he was not backstage. Okay. So, um, now does that necessarily mean that they couldn't have been communicating in another way? Um, of course not. Yeah. yeah who knows? Um, it's interesting. Guys, you, you, you do also know, and I remember this when I got released from WWE. You don't remember this, but me and Mark Jindrak did our own reality show. It's called Mark and Matt Live. It was horrible, but to get <laughs> to get to get people talking about it, we played the internet. Like we would, you know what I mean. We would show up at SmackDown. We'd show up at Raw, um, do things that would get people's attention, right, and things of that nature. And then we'd even uh, say false stories. We'd have fans send in false stories on our behalf, like desperate stuff, guys. <laughs> but uh, like, so my point is, this is WrestleMania season. Am I freezing? No. no. This is WrestleMania season. Ray wants to get in. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's creating false rumors. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I just don't see Cena versus Mysterio on WrestleMania. I don't get it. Yeah. Think, yeah. I break mean, up I the three way match. Break up. Hey, listen, break up the three way match and let's get Cena versus Balor. Cena versus Rollins. I'll take that. Yeah. It does both guys a world of difference. So where did you hear that uh, Meltzer said it? I'm not saying um, Oh, I'm sorry. I was just uh, looking at the internet. Uh, there was a 
thing on uh on Reddit someone submitted that Meltzer and, and, and PW Insider and Ray both denying it as well. And Ray and guys, Ray was putting on, on you know his Instagram and stuff like that pictures with uh you know some of the wrestlers I saw. Like I think he did something with Sin Cara maybe. Yeah, he was backstage at the the live event, or he was at the live event in some form uh, on on Sunday night, the SmackDown live. Oh, event. okay, yeah, gotcha. Let's see. Um, we'll get through Meltzer's Twitter. Man, he tweets a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, someone's asking him if they plan to switch to Mysterio and Cena. He said he'll. Uh, update it in the next issue, which comes out tonight. That's all I see. I don't see a denial. Yeah, it could it could have been someone. Uh, so that's a pro- you know it's a problem with a lot of these rumors. We get these things second and third hand. Um, well, yeah, don't the forums you don't want to go to for news because anyone can post anything. No, of course. Um, and I think part of the thing is is uh, you know I think WWE maybe played the odds on this one with Taker being okay to do it, but the time to put it to rest with the undertaker no pun intended was at raw 25 and he came out and cut that cryptic promo that had a lot of people interpreting it the other way and i think um i think there is not a responsibility but i think it's in the wwe's best interest if they know something's not happening i mean look stuff gets leaked all the time leak that it's not happening you know further out um because now fans expect it even with cena referencing it on raw the other night it's uh i did yeah, this is going to bite them in the ass if it ends up being Mysterio versus Cena. It's not fair to yeah. Mysterio to put him in that position. No, it's, going to be like, it's not. Yeah. Well, you know, C- Cena versus Mysterio could be a really good match. Sure. Um, Mysterio entering the Rumble that year at 30 was really no. good, except the crowd wasn't. No, no it wasn't. <laughs> they should, that should have been the heel entering at number 30. Yeah, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. It's like the fan expectations have hurt Rey, Rey Mysterio before just by not being the guy they want to see. What's... What, 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 What's so great about this match? I've seen it a thousand times on yeah. house shows when I was on SmackDown back in 2005. I was going to say, a lot, a lot of the current fan base hasn't. And, you know, you, I mean, you could do it big. You have Cena coming out after not winning the Fastlane match and saying how uh, he's despondent. He has no path now to WrestleMania. Mysterio's music hits, and it would be a huge pop. Mysterio and, hits and goes, cheer up, little buddy. I'll give yeah, you a match. Yeah, I'll give you a match. <laughs> it would Is that be, your okay, Rey Mysterio would, impression, Raj? <laughs> no, I, I, I love Mysterio. I think he's awesome. Um, I, it I, would, I it would be a huge pop. It would be a huge pop. But at the same token, this match is not going to be great, guys. No, it just won't. We need yeah. to, Cena right now needs to be – Cena needs to be in the business of putting the younger guys over – that's all I'm looking for. If not, then 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 dead man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seeing a dead you know taker would be huge uh, as far as interest goes. I mean, you saw when he mentioned his name, no one was caring about his promo on Monday night, and then when he no. said Undertaker, they were going nuts. So. Yep. And uh, man, but then weird. again, if Elias called out Undertaker, they would go nuts. They go nuts for Taker, but seems. Obviously, Cena versus Taker is a, another stratosphere than, than Elias. But. <laughs> Elias versus <laughs> the Undertaker? I, you know, I would like to see that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I actually think Ray versus Cena would be good, but it's definitely a letdown when you're expecting Ray, uh, Cena versus Taker. It's going to be a weird WrestleMania. Weird it's weird because it feels like, unless unless this story is totally inaccurate and it it is Cena versus Taker and it has been Cena versus Taker, um, it seems like this WrestleMania is just kind of just being put together at the last minute. You know, it was supposed to be yeah. Miz and Braun, right? And that got completely changed. We don't, we have no Thank idea God. where Braun is going. I mean, it's going to be Elias. Are they going to keep that up for six weeks? They Ooh. could. Uh, I mean, you just have Braun just destroy Elias. You do Elias's performance. It's something. I don't know. Braun versus Cena again. I mean, we saw that. Didn't we see that on Raw a while back? Yeah, and Braun kind of destroyed Cena in the Elimination Chamber, but you could do that. I'll sure. take that. Yeah, yeah I'll take that. That that would definitely help Braun. Huge. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, man. Um, so last night after that promo, and uh, just, you know, spoiler, man. I mean, Cena beat Styles. He's added to the Fast Lane main event, which is now a six pack. Just why not make it another Royal Rumble at this point? Keep adding guys to it. Uh Man, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. But Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin was the next match with Kevin Owens on, on commentary. Matt, did you notice this was uh, remarkable in that I believe this was the first time Baron Corbin's hairline was addressed on WWE programming? 
with uh, yeah. Kevin calling it out. About damn time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to me, uh, the commentary was good. The match was good. Um, Ziggler interfering, yep. whatever was predictable. But yeah, to me, that yeah. was the, the high point of the match was Owens on commentary. Me too. Yeah, yeah Owens, Owens. Owens was great. This match was just kind of nothing. Yeah, Corbin, I don't know. There's just something that when he's in a match, it's just it just brings him <clears> down. <throat> And you want to know something though? He's 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 a pretty good worker. He's actually he's actually if you watch, as a big guy, and I watch him. He's very talented. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. His matches aren't bad for sure. Like his move set and, and the things he does, he's he's very good actually, in my opinion. I'm not even gonna say solid. I think he's good. It's just there's a there's a disconnect I've had with that guy from day one, and yeah. I can't get past the look. I I, I sound so superficial <laughs> saying that. Yeah. No, I'm with. I went back and uh, rewatched uh, NXT Takeover Unstoppable over the weekend, and it was him versus uh, Rhino. And even then, it was like, man, Corbin was has always been pretty good in the ring. Just something about mm-hmm. the way he carries himself. It's better now. I mean, you go back then, he looks like a kid compared to where he is now. Although he had more hair back then. Um, well, but yeah, he uh, yeah, he's carrying he himself better. Yeah, I think- his pants. Yeah, and just when when the bell rings, there's just something where I stop caring once he's when he's in a match, and um, I don't know what yeah. it is because like 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 Matt said, the matches are are fine. He he works he works well. They're not bad. It just mm-hmm. I just don't get into it, you know. And his look might have something to do with it. Um, maybe he should uh, start using some of that shampoo that Randy Orton's been using. <laughs> he's got like a Th- he's got more hair than he you. ever has. <laughs> He's got to do something about that. You can't be skinny fat. He's skinny fat at the moment. You know what I mean? With, that, with his stomach. I hate pointing this out. I do because we, we've come a long way in wrestling to no longer say, oh, you've got to be bigger than Jack than Roy in order to be a successful wrestler. That's not what I'm saying. But even the smaller guys, look, look, at, look at Finn Balor. He looks like an athlete. Oh, my thoroughbred. God. He looks like an action figure. Gotta, he's, tiny, he's tiny in person, though. My point is, is like he plays off so big on TV with that build. All of them do, you know. They, they look. Daniel Bryan looks look like an athlete, you know. So like, why can't he get rid of that damn gut? Get rid of those pants. There's got he's got to make a gimmick change. There's got to be a gimmick overhaul with him. And even if you are skinny fat, you could find a gear that makes it work. You know, like Undertaker yeah, hasn't yes. always been the most fit, but his you know his gear you, you wouldn't be able to really tell. Or Kane, you yeah. know. Wear, wear a singlet underneath the pants, maybe like a Diesel kind of thing. I don't know, but right. yeah. Borrow uh, some of Kevin Owens' spanks, you know, some of that shapewear. Keep it in. Um, Kevin Owens needs new gear, too. So Actually, Kevin looked better. I don't know if he's wearing uh, something slimming underneath, but he's looked better. Oh, physically, yeah. Physically, yeah, yeah, but as far as his gear goes, it's... it's Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what's his gear? It's a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, it's like he's... That's what I wore to rest. That's what he's... Guys, that's what I used to wear to wrestling practice every day in OVW. What you do, like, exactly that. Yeah, that's what... what I wear when I'm going to play basketball at the gym with my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. So uh, what was with the backstage segments last night with Shane and Daniel Bryan? Like, oh my God. Commenting along. And then Daniel Bryan with the like, okay, can I please go home now? Uh, <laughs> so weird. Yeah, those so were terrible. Weird. And it's not often that I find Daniel Bryan segments terrible. But those were yes. awful. Yes. That's, that's them, not him. Yeah. yeah, and that really overshadowed the match. Having that going on, and then having KO on commentary. <clears throat> I mean, Sammy and Corbin did a fine match out there, but yeah, it was very overshadowed by everything else that was happening. Um, and I'm sure we'll see, you know, another variation of these matchups next week in the build up to Fastlane. Um, so going to uh, keep talking about the show, but first, I want to take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is SeatGeek. You've heard us talk about it on the show, folks, about how buying tickets to sports and concerts can be so complicated and confusing, but the better way to buy is SeatGeek. It's the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, and whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or need to find the perfect gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and here's the best part. They are fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will help you get closer to the action for a great value. Now, I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. Both uh, Raj and Matt are also uh, SeatGeekers. And uh, I'm telling you, man, Roger, you're talking about using it to buy Bon Jovi tickets. I used it to see Bananarama last week, and uh, it got me in to a sold-out show. Last minute, got me great seats in the balcony, and it's just the best way that I've found to buy tickets, know the value that you're getting, and have, again, that full guarantee 
that uh, you're going to get in and you're going to get a great value for your money. Guys, really, really quick. I know you weren't planning on me talking about Zeke. This is for my mother. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Oh, now we can. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was just. We uh, will get to that story, folks. Um, yeah. My my so, Bon Jovi concert that I use Seek Geek yeah. for is coming up uh, the week after next. So, um, Matt, you back? Can you hear us? Yeah, uh, my mother used Seek Geek to get Bon Jovi for her and my wife. Nice. Oh, nice. So you're going to go too? I'm not. I'm, I was incredibly disappointed. I thought I'd be one of the ones that get invited, but I guess it's all girls. <laughs> gotcha. Women well, love John Bon Jovi. Yeah, I'm a little bummed because uh, I thought they didn't have any new stuff, so they'd just be doing a lot of their old stuff. But they have a new CD, so this is going to be a lot of songs from that. Anyway, see, <laughs> well, there you go. get your tickets. <laughs> Absolutely, and SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by actually searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find you an amazing deal. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase, again, fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater, of course, and pro wrestling. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, we got someone talking about um, how they use SeatGeek to get Journey Def Leppard tickets. So. Awesome. Ooh, that would idea. be a fun show to go to. I saw Def Leppard uh, last summer. and it, Oh, incredible. Oh, I mean, I saw, talk about yeah. the hits. Just play everything you want to hear. Yeah, I saw them like five years ago with Heart, and uh, they were just amazing. Absolutely, Still. man. Yeah, Seat Geek. Um, so Ruby Riot versus Naomi last night, and wouldn't you know it, Naomi brought along some friends, Charlotte and Becky Ringside. The Riot Squad was with Ruby. <laughs> God, this would have been Come so on, much girl. more interesting <laughs> if they came out by themselves. If you had Ruby Riot before the match, just telling Liv Morgan and and uh, Sarah Logan, just hey, I got this. I'm gonna get this because I want Charlotte. I'm gonna win this on my own. Her and Naomi have a one-on-one match with no one else around. And then after the match, Ruby Wright takes the mic and takes the mic and just says, Charlotte, you're next, you know? And that would have been so much more effective than the same. Because as soon as they had everyone else out there, just felt like the same thing every week. You know what they need to do? Um, they need to give the women not just another segment on SmackDown, but if they're going to do that, Raj, they need to give the women a dark match either before or after the show. Because I was thinking about it last night, and the reason why Road Dog and people think you have to have them out there is if you're a Becky fan, you came to see Becky, or a Charlotte fan, you came to see Charlotte, you probably feel like you're getting ripped off if all you saw was Naomi and Ruby and you knew the other two were in the building and you didn't get to see them live. You know what I mean? You, you could still do something with them. You could, yeah. you could put them in a dark match. You could That's have what I'm them, saying. I'm yeah. saying they need to do a dark match live, something like that. Yeah, um, or have another they, segment with them. Well, ideally another segment, but yeah, I think one-on-one stories are so important to establish any wrestler, not just women, but as characters, you know, if they're a solo act, if they're a tag team, it's a different story, but treating the women like a tag. Now we did see on social media, Becky Lynch challenged Carmella to a match for next week. Uh, WWE retweeted, it looks like it is happening. I will be curious if that means we're going to get two women segments next week, but I wonder what the second one will be. I assumed we were going to get Becky versus Ruby next week. Um, so who knows? Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, when a challenge is issued, that means they're doing it. So yes, that's definitely something that's happening. Um, so it was, a, it was a fine match, but yeah, it was just kind of more of the same. If you've been watching SmackDown Live, it was not very different than the other stuff. Certainly not uh, that different than the six woman tag. Anyhow, let's talk about this. Josh Dumel shows up last night for the return of the Fashion Files, and Raj, uh, much like you. Fandango had some problems with his last name. Yeah, yeah. I, apparently, it's not it's not just limited to me. So that's that's, that's great to hear. <laughs> yeah, he's been, he's been in the news a lot on, on Wrestling Inc. over the last uh, last few weeks. <laughs> Do you um, think that's weird, Matt? That he was also named in the Roman Reigns steroid ring scandal, and then he shows up on yes. WWE programming. Horrible, horrible timing, WWE. Yes. Yeah, well, I know that USA wants to plug that, that Biggie Tupac series, so, you know, 
I'm just, I mean, and he was, he's the biggest star on it. So, no, it makes sense why he was on. I just, I oh, thought yeah. it was so ironic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll see. At least he didn't do a segment with Roman Reigns on Raw. So. <laughs> Sorry. That <laughs> would have, uh, I think, yeah, internet would have exploded. Um, yeah. Those are the wrestling <laughs> fans. Uh, man, so Matt, what did you think of that promo last night? New Day coming out with the Usos facing off for them, talking about how they've never been on a Mania card, always on the pre-show. Did you hear how they got the, they got the fans? The, the fans weren't feeling them at first, they being yeah. the, mm-hmm. the Usos, and they got them. That's another example of give these guys, give anybody time with a microphone and give guys who have passion behind those words the opportunity to talk and use those words and those feelings and those emotions, and you could not script that. That was awesome. I felt there. I went. I, I said to myself, "Holy crap! They've never been on Mania once. They're athletic to me." Yeah, I thought they were on a, a WrestleMania card. They faced the Dudleys on the pre-show a couple years ago. A lot of pre-show. Tag a lot of pre-show stuff. Don't right. And get they were served as well. Right. And they were champions when they faced the Dudleys. I think. Um, so even though they got the yeah. titles heading into this year's WrestleMania, that doesn't necessarily mean they'll be on the main card. Yeah, that I'd was like, what I was like going to say. On. Yeah. I'd like to see it happen. I would too. I, I, you know what? After this promo, and by the way, I got to say, I thought this episode of SmackDown General was way better than what they've been doing lately. Oh, yeah. I think John Cena does make a big difference. Except for the graphics. Except for, oh my God, the, those graphics. But I think John Cena does make a big difference in making it feel more important, the show in general. And then these segments were great. I thought this segment was the best thing I've seen from the New Day in a long time. The Usos were awesome. And what to Matt's point, them turning the crowd around. The New Day getting serious and actually getting upset for once. Once this was done, I wanted to see this match. This felt like yep. a WrestleMania match. It did. Not, yeah, not a fast lane throwaway match. So, right. And then, man, the Bludgeon Brothers came in. And that just kind of blew the steam out of the whole thing. It did. <laughs> yeah, and it was where the Bludgeon Brothers came in just to sort of stare them down, which makes me think triple threat at Fastlane between the three teams. I mean, it, they could. I, I mean, what do they do at Mania, if anything? I, you would think they've they, got to do something now that they brought it up. They better not get to skip the line and have something on Mania. I'll be pissed about that. Yeah. The Bludgeon Brothers? Yeah. And they're not really skipping the line in the sense that they've been around forever. <laughs> But the, the talents I'd be happy for. But yeah. As far as the characters, nah. Yeah. Uh, I too, think not it's more too, than those two tag teams. It's too Dungeon of Doom with what they're doing with them. It just seems too corny. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one thing to have a monster tag team, but th- with the, the get up that they have and everything, it's, it's just too corny. Like, are we, are we supposed to like suspend our disbelief that they're from medieval times? They're from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. They walk around with mallets. And- yeah, maybe they uh, borrowed the Vaudevillain's time machine, came to the present, and they just want to wrestle, guys. Um, and, and Big E was awesome here. I, I th- oh, he's great. Yes, he was. I, I hope they start do- – I don't know if they uh- – His range is awesome, isn't it? His range. Watch the beginning of him swimming in the middle of the ring <laughs> yeah. to him being serious. Yeah. I mean, he he's be- talented. He could be a top-level single star. I almost think they. Yes, he can. It might be time to start yes, splitting him up, and you don't have to have Biggie turn on him. You could just have them go their separate ways for a while, try it out like yeah. the Hart Foundation. You know, when Bret Hart became a singles, they didn't do a big split. They just went their separate ways. Yeah, um, yeah. The sad irony is that I don't know that the Usos are going to make the main card in WrestleMania this year, given how stacked the show is looking. I mean, what do they do for them for a match that Versus is them? What I mean, do you think that would make I mean maybe it's the kickoff match of the show? I mean, New Day is gonna help bring attention to that, but WrestleMania right now, I mean, it's a lot of matches, man. A lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers screams pre-show. Uh Usos versus New Day again, if they did a, a good stip for it. Um, I think that's a main card match easy. Yeah. I'd rather see that than gosh, I what do they have right now? It just seems so um up in the air. Um you, we only got three matches official hmm. with Lesnar versus Reigns, AJ versus Nakamura, which is I mean, it's, it's going to be AJ versus Nakamura, and then the the tag match with Rousey. Yeah, Asuka uh, versus whoever. 
Oscar versus whoever. Cruiserweight final. The Miz versus... Uh, Cruiserweight final will probably be pre-show. Yeah, the Miz, Miz versus Triple Finn. threat. Yeah, triple threat. That would be uh, the card, you would think. Mm-hmm. The Andre. Orton's bringing up how he's never won the U.S. title. That could probably be a, a WrestleMania thing. Yeah. But that's another yeah, thing I, I see as a pre-show match. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what they end up doing. We're getting getting closer every day. Uh, God, only a little five weeks, five weeks away to WrestleMania. Um, so yeah, to Raj's point, Orton last night backstage with Renee Young talking about never winning the U.S. title, doing a little f- promo with Bobby Roode. I prefer this to what they've done in the ring in recent weeks, and I like that gender was nowhere to be seen. Um, but but uh, I mean, Matt, are you excited for that for that match at Fastlane to see Randy versus Bobby? Um, Matt broke up there. Oh, very excited. Yeah, it could be good. Um, and I wish they would turn Rude heel though. In all this, it, yeah, I mean, really, all three of these guys are better as heels. Yeah. Oh, man. After that, Aiden English versus Shinsuke Nakamura. We had a backstage segment with Rusev and Aiden. Did we Did we already get to the Ziggler promo that was backstage? Uh, no. Did that happen? Before? I thought that happened after, but we'll talk about that. With the uh, flying words. <laughs> they want to make sure you understand and feel the true impact of what he's saying, Rosh. Hmm. With words flying at you. You know, the, maybe the WWE isn't aware that there's something called closed captioning. It's been a feature of televisions for 40 years now. If I want to read along with TV, it just I'm not. takes any organic feel when, when, you know, even when New Day came out and they had the words flying out when they started their promo. It just takes out any organic feel from the promo. Yeah. I hate I, this. Would, but probably my biggest pet peeve outside of Rob being three hours right now is those flying words. It just takes me out of whatever they're doing. And Dolph Ziggler, his promo, it's the same old, same old, but it's, it would have been so much better if they didn't have that, that flying words at your screen. So was this English's first singles match since they paired him with Rusev? It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm, I think he's had others, but, yeah, I mean, who cares, I guess. <laughs> it was a fine match. It, look, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I mean, he didn't just completely squash him. Yeah. No, I, you know, I thought this was a great use of Nakamura. No stupid promos. No words flying for him. Uh, you keep him off T. He wasn't on, you know, he hadn't wrestled the last couple of weeks. Keep him special, you know. Don't have him wrestling every week. Don't have him doing all these promos. And just have him come in, kick ass, and, you know, get over with his talent. Those promos are just going to hurt him. When you got people that don't speak English very fluently trying to cut a 15-minute promo, it's going to hurt. Um, there are ways you can do it, but WWE seems very anti having managers and things like that. So um, this is the next best thing. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> sorry, I can't even make the dad joke. I was just going to say, Barrage, even without the promo, last night in the ring, we still got to watch Nakamura struggle with English. Yeah. I mean, and... no. <laughs> stupid joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, sorry. I just got a, another text. So, so some, people are, like, some people are saying that, um, and Justin Labar had said this this morning too, that Paul yeah. Heyman was actually backstage at Raw. But uh, take that as a rumor. It's not confirmed. Yeah, anyway. Oh, man. So after that, the main event, John Cena versus AJ Styles. Matt, how do you think this compared to their uh, almost match of the year or certainly match of the year candidate at the Royal Rumble last year? It, it, it can't touch that. It didn't touch yeah. it. Um, good match, though, still nonetheless. Yeah. And it was long. I mean, this first SmackDown, this was, I mean, Cena came out, what, with half hour left to go on the show? Yeah. I'm, I almost think you should start finishing SmackDown with segments or something or promos. Because, again, knowing you don't buy any of the false finishes until the last three minutes. Um you just know, you know, like the first 20 minutes you, that none of the falls are happening. So I don't know. That that timing thing always just kind of kills me. But it was yeah. a good match. And uh, again, I think Cena, we, we I, I don't like Cena beating AJ clean. And AJ, 
AJ has gotten really yes. no big victories on SmackDown in a long time. He keeps losing. He keeps yeah. losing. <laughs> yep. It's so stupid. I mean, they make him and look like so such an inferior second-rate champion. It was so predictable, too. No one thinks Cena's coming in to lose. Yeah. Yeah, well, he beats him again. Um, and that's yeah. part of the... I mean, that's look, that's part of the blessing and the curse of John Cena. It's like, if you're going to involve him on SmackDown, it's going to elevate SmackDown, but they're yeah, not... But why, why beat AJ? Have him beat Corbin. Have him beat Ziggler. There's all these guys you could beat. Your champion, your champion, you should protect somewhat. And they have not protected AJ at all. He loses all the time, wins on pay-per-view, and then just loses again. <laughs> but could you imagine in, in, the, in the opening segment if Daniel Bryan came out and said, John Cena, if you beat Dolph Ziggler tonight, you're going to fast lane. People wouldn't bother to even watch that match. I mean, because they, they know the outcome. No, it's well, still Cena. And then, and then plus, they knew this outcome, too. Yeah, I thought that he could lose, and then they. I uh, see. I assumed because it went on and with half an hour to go that Cena was going to lose, and then there was going to be like you said, Raj, a segment taker or, or something with to Nakamura. Set him, yeah, with Nakamura or something to set him up for fast lane. Um, and that's why I thought the ending was interesting, having it with all the men coming in the ring and doing the beatdown and everything after. Um, man, it's tough though. Look, I mean, they're doing what they can to prop up fast lane but uh <clears throat> i don't feel like people are really interested in this pay-per-view and it's going to be the final ever smackdown only pay-per-view at least for the foreseeable future i mean cena does add some interest to the casuals um but yeah i agree it feels like a dead pay-per-view for sure yeah man so yet with all this folks this was the best smackdown in a while it was a re- yes. <laughs> it was actually a good show yeah it was a good show yeah, they were in L.A. The top section was all tarped off, which uh, is kind of surprising because L.A. is one of their stronger markets. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – I thought it was outside of the women's uh, match, which, I again, I just felt by putting them all out there, it hurt it a lot. But the match itself was fine. But um, it just fe- felt so much of the sameness by doing that. Yeah, it did. But other than that, I thought it was a, st- a strong episode. One of the best – yeah, like you said, one of the best ones in a while. Yeah. So, man, uh, I'm looking forward to Fastlane being over so we can just be full on both shows in the build to Mania. And we're getting there. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. Uh, so what else, Raj? We got other headlines, other news, other things uh, happening? A mixed match challenge. We had. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Finn and Sasha against Asuka and the Miz. Uh, you would assume it would be Asuka beating Sasha for the win, but it was actually Miz pinning Finn to get the win. Although Asuka had Sasha tapping. Asuka had Sasha tapping. Referee was distracted. Forgot what Miz did, but he uh, got the pin on Finn. So Good what for Miz. Was, what mm-hmm. was with the commentary saying that if the Miz and Asuka lost, even if the Miz were pinned, the Asuka streak, Asuka streak is over? Yeah, yeah. They pointed that out uh, a few times. So they're winning the tournament then, if that's the logic. Right, right. Ooh. Yeah, way, to, way, not, way not to tip your hand there, guys. <laughs> yeah. Unless, yeah, because the tournament's over before Mania. Um, There's no way they're getting her loss on this stupid mix max tag. No yeah. way. <laughs> no, of course. But yeah, I was saying you could do it if it was after she if she loses already. But this tournament's over before Mania, so um, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, that's a yeah, that's a dumb step. Maybe they correct it. They Maybe. have to. It could have been, but th- that was that was played in playing into their match, right? Like Oscar was really worried during the match when <laughs> when Miz would be about to pin <laughs> that her streak is about to get over. So yeah, they do got to fix that, or they're winning. I mean, the other favorite was Braun and Alexa. Well, listen, um, if if Go- listen, if Goldberg had tagged with somebody and his his partner got beat, I would never have considered that him losing his losing streak being his, his winning streak being done. Right, but, but you still wouldn't book that anyway. If you're if you're putting someone on undefeated streak, you don't want them on a the losing side. Yes, it doesn't end the streak, but you don't want to have them on the losing side anyway when that's a big part of their character. Oh, right. man. Yeah, well, why don't they just wow. pair it with Kurt Hawkins? So that way, one streak at least breaks, you know, no matter what the outcome. Um, yeah, that would have been kind of funny. Have Oscar and Kurt. Well, no. It would have been funny. It would have been funny, but the, one of the <laughs> no, streaks would have been. been over the first week. So. Yeah. 
That's the oh. beauty of it. No, she wins it for her team because she's that badass. What do you mean? She beats the girl. Yeah, but they have shirts with his losing streak, so you <laughs> don't want to end it. You don't want to end it. Yeah, they're invested in him not getting a win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, yeah. It, I'm surprised that Finn and Sasha are out, but there's going to be that second chance. Um. Has that survey gone live yet? For who the for the second chance team? I feel like they've promoted it. A little, the teams have been promoting it a little bit. But I haven't seen a link. No, <laughs> I, I wish Bears. I cared more. Right. I know. Hey, it's fun. Look, I mean, actually, you know what's funny about this? This was the first week where it wasn't. Oh my God, that SmackDown was tough. But at least we have the mixed match challenge to kind of go out on a high note. This week, I literally <laughs> forgot that was on. You know what? I almost think that hurt Two Hundred Five Live. Um, because SmackDown wasn't bad. I thought Two Hundred Five Live was another strong episode, but. It, well, I don't know. The crowd is dead anyway. But um, I just felt like it, it didn't stand out as much uh, as it has in the past few weeks because SmackDown was good. But 205 Live, another wrestling-heavy episode where I thought it was really good. Cedric Alexander beating TJP. Uh, oh, God, where's the other one? Uh, uh, Roderick Strong beating... Uh, who, did, who did Roderick Strong beat? Someone in the chat. Do you watch it, Matt? No. Uh, I think it was Kalisto. I'm forgetting oh. if it's Grand Metal League or Kalisto. I believe, believe Kalisto wrestled last night. Okay, so it's Kalisto. Another uh, another really good match, but the crowd was just dead. It's one of those things, man. Taping it after um, SmackDown definitely hurts it, but also um, I don't know how much of it is by shifting it away from the Enzo stuff. Uh, is it going to help it overall or hurt it? We'll have to... You know, I guess it's a wait and see thing to see how they the don't have a choice. if they go up or down. But they don't have a choice. Well, yeah, not with Enzo, but you can make it more the the comedy, just the low rent uh, comedy that they were doing. Um, yeah, I was gonna say you need to use Rockstar Spud to do that though. Yeah, yeah. it's weird seeing Rockstar Spud in a serious role. Kind of, it is. He's so entertaining. Yeah. But they're trying. I, I I think I've actually been excited for 205 Live the last few weeks, and it's it's been really good if it had the crowd. But the crowd is just dead during the show. I mean, did they drop all the comedy? Is Gulak still doing PowerPoint presentations? No, they dropped, they dropped He's, like, aggressive now. Uh, he, you know, he was good. aggressive against Tony Nese. Oh, by the way, Kalisto did lose. Roderick Strong won that match. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, so it's it's been... Uh, yeah, they've dropped all. They dropped all the comedy. There's no PowerPoint stuff. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, Pete, Jack Gallagher. Sorry, Pete Gallagher. Jack Gallagher is not wearing a suit anymore. He still comes out with an umbrella, but he's got like more traditional wrestling gear. Um, so yeah, it's been good, man. Yeah, and uh, but how many times did we? How many? Hang on, how many times did we bitch and moan? These guys need characters. We need, you know what I mean? Yeah, they gave us character. They gave us characters, guys. But those characters weren't working either. No, they it's, weren't, but they did try. Yeah. They've been on Raw once in the last month. I mean, twice if you count the 25th anniversary. But it, it doesn't work. Yeah. I hate when they're on Raw. Yeah, I think, they're, I think it's by design. They, they're yeah. keeping them off of Raw because that brings the division down in general. It does. It looks horrible. So yeah. I think by keeping it separate, it's like, you know, if you had NXT guys on Raw and, and the crowd is quiet, it hurts the NXT brand overall as opposed to you keep that separate. And it, it seems a lot hotter. Yep. Yeah. They just need uh, to they need to change the location. I mean, everyone keeps saying it. It's so apparent. You change that location, you got a hot show. There's something about the smaller venues. I mean, it just uh that was like watching Takeover Unstoppable, remembering what it was like when they did a takeover at full sale. It's like, oh my god. I mean well, the you, crowd couldn't be hotter. Yeah, just watch, watch <laughs> the cruiserweight classic when they first did it and how how amped up the crowd was for that tournament. Yeah, they were. Um, what are they doing this summer? Is there going to be another big tournament? Have you heard any early rumblings? Are they going to do another May Young? There was a rumor of a Latin American tournament, but it looks oh. like William Regal shot that down. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, look, these tournaments aren't bringing any extra subscribers to the network. I mean, the, the, the subscriber numbers are pretty consistent. It's 3% from the year before, regardless of what they do. So adding the extra expenses, bringing in all this extra talent, these extra tapings, it's not worth it. So um, I have a feeling you're going to see less and less of, of that kind of stuff. 
Hmm. It's unfortunate because uh, I think it's always good when they're when they're doing these things to keep the hardcore fans. But the really hardcore passionate. fans are staying anyway, and well, uh, yeah. they, and they complain anyway. Uh, the Dusty Rhodes <laughs> Classic. They, they are doing the Dusty Rhodes Classic with NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Third year in a row. Yeah. Yep. Um, so what was changed Monday night on Asuka's Raw segment? So she was originally supposed to come out and say, announce her plans for WrestleMania. So mm. that was the original plan. And uh, according to uh, Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio. So that got changed um, for whatever reason. So, I mean, it could just be a case where she beats Nia. They get that out of the way. And then she announces her WrestleMania plans next week. But it just it seems weird to beat Nia again. Right, she's supposed to be challenging for the Raw Women's title. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be Charlotte that Asuka will go over to SmackDown? Or what, what do you think they'll do for Charlotte at Mania? Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. That, that was the original. But, you know, again, everything seems so thrown up, you know, up in the air. But if they still keep going with Asuka and Charlotte, if it really is Cena and Taker, um, and it's Alexa and Nia, then it's pretty much the WrestleMania card that's been rumored for months. Yeah. It's Cena, Mysterio, and Asuka, and Alexa. Then it's completely, you know, changed from what everyone thought. And look, people complain about WWE being predictable. So it's great that things are kind of up in the air. But is it great for the better or for the worse? And that's we'll have to see how the card shapes out. Uh, yeah. When do you think Carmella cashes in? I don't think anyone cares. I don't care. <laughs> I, I think I mean, it has to be Mania for people to care, but it doesn't make sense for her to do it in Mania. Why not? Unless, uh, well, if it, maybe yeah, Oscar, Oscar beat Charlotte. Yeah, Oscar beat Charlotte. Carmella cashes in. Yeah, she gets in, beaten and then in a second. She gets beat as well. Might as well. I, I I don't see Carmella. Just doesn't seem ready for the title. But then again, they have people cash in and win all the time who aren't ready, and they a lot of times end up failing, and they just kind of go back to where they were. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. Mania will be here before we know it. You know, James Ellsworth did a lot for Carmella's character. I feel Absolutely. like she hasn't seemed uh, as important, I guess. Uh, Last night, they literally had her mumbling to herself while reading Twitter, looking down at her phone, not even... I mean, that was <laughs> the silliest. Carmella's answering questions on Twitter, <laughs> and she's just sitting there backstage. I mean, they yeah. haven't done anything with her except that fake cash-in this year, which I loved. I loved the almost cash-in with Charlotte, but she's MIA, largely since Ellsworth left. Yeah. So the Lesnar thing, um, there's some speculation that the whole thing was a work with Lesnar not being there. Like it was an idea yeah. that they came up with after that, that photo with uh, Dana White and Brock Lesnar came yeah. out <clears throat> that someone came up with the idea. <clears throat> but here's where it gets conflicting. Someone came up with the idea to not have Brock and Heyman show up at Raw and then they could sell the whole thing as a shoot. Yep. It builds, you know, and it builds. That's for, what I for, think. But then Smartest I'm hearing that now that Heyman was at Raw. So if you're building it as a shoot, why would he have been, you know shown up to begin with? Um, so I don't know. There's I, we'll 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 keep an eye on it. But where did you hear Heyman was at Raw? I, th I thought the word was that he a wasn't. A couple there. people now this morning. Yeah. So PW Insider was saying that he wasn't. Um, but this morning, Justin Labar first texted me. He was telling me that Mysterio was not at um, SmackDown last night. And that uh, Jeff Hardy and um, Paul Heyman were backstage at Raw. Hmm. Uh, and, smartest. And again, I haven't confirmed had. that with a second source, yeah. so take that as a rumor for now. Romo, so we're listening. Romans, we're, we're, yeah. we're trusting Justin saying this, correct? Uh, yeah. Justin, I will know. Like I said, one? until I get a second source, I'm not. I, I'm going to make sure yeah. not to post anything on it. But um, yeah. Justin's um, been Justin's been accurate for me, you know, in the past. Except, for, stuff except, he's for, Undertaker. except for Undertaker. Except for Undertaker. No, he never reported. That was his guess. That was what he thought. But it wasn't. Uh, it was a very thing. confident guess. No, no. There's a difference between this is what's going to happen and this is what I think is going to happen. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see, man. Um, it's Monday. Still, I'm being wrong. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, but look, that Roman's promo, uh, the way they did that, that is the most masterful best decision they've made in a long time i mean wwe it is, it, it is it's still i still feel people tuned out the minute so some <laughs> some people that don't consistently watch raw okay which is what that not been like a 
they say 3.5, 3.6 million viewers in that yeah, third 3. hour. 3.4 in the first, get, 2.89 in the third. Right. But to get it to 3.4, 3.5 in that third hour would have required fans that don't watch weekly. And those fans that don't watch weekly are watching for Brock. And I'm telling you, I bet you the, the potential of those viewers to come on that third hour was lost when he said that he's not coming. I don't think so, man, uh, because I, you might be right that it might have done better. But the third hour has dropped every week since it's been like it's I think it's been years the uh, of the, time. Yeah, yes. like it's, I mean, I can't remember the last time. But uh, you're kidding yourself hour. if you think people didn't tune out when Brock Lesnar said they said he wasn't coming. You're kidding yourself if you don't think people literally turned the channel. Yeah, well. Last year's Royal Rumble was a 2% drop from hour one to three. But for the most part, you know, there have been small drops. But there hasn't been a gain since 2015 (laughs) in the third hour from this second. So it it, it just – people are just so trained to leave Raw after a couple hours. I think they're just done with it. And they did themselves no favors with programming people to leave in the third hour when they would have those third hours that had nothing for like three months during football season. Hmm. It's too long of a show. It's too long of a show. It's a lot of it, too. Yeah, that's what we're talking about with Fox. That could be the best thing that could happen to them if they get this deal. I would say even if it's a little less than the USA Network deal money-wise, it's worth it. Well, then they have to do three hours if it's a little bit less because they need to make up on the back end for advertisers. They can't do three hours on Fox because they got the local news. Well, they can start at seven, which Fox does on Sundays. Yeah, but not on Mondays. They could. They, they have those. Uh, they have that oh, time slot true. sold out. Yeah, to, local syndication. Yeah, yeah local all, syndication. When we say that, are we saying all Fox channels have the yeah. news? Yep. All Fox affiliates. I mean, they purchased oh. Fox, you know, as... To, they become an affiliate and based around selling their own syndication, their own local news. And then that's right. the value of having you know, so network. FX two, FX five, none of those channels, all those have the same thing. They have news. No, no, no. no, no. So you could so have it as long as you, you want. Put raw, how do you know you don't put raw on one of those? They won't because, put raw on FX. Well, they could put raw on FX, FX, but FX is, FX is gearing away from that. They dropped all their UFC. They're, they're focusing on original um, non-sports yeah. TV shows. So I, they could move it to FS1. I think that would be a drop then from USA Network. I think for yeah. the Fox deal to be the biggest potential, it would be Raw on Fox. And then that would wow. be a two-hour show. I, I, that'd be great. Yeah. Even, again, it, is, it would be losing an hour. But if the money is a little less, like so let's say it's $10 million less a year, I think it's, <clears throat> it's way worth it in the long term. As far as popularity of the product, you're more likely to get more new fans with a shorter show than coming in to a three-hour show fox's ratings there's a lot of stuff on fox that doesn't even do three million viewers a week there's all channels look up all channels yeah right yeah yeah Yeah, so people sneeze at these numbers you know where the raw does and i laugh because i'm going what are these other shows that are just killing you know what i mean there's not many right i mean glenn to your point if they were if they didn't if all the shows were doing way more then they wouldn't be bringing raw to fox so uh yeah that's that's the whole point is, you know, bringing something that won't drop their their network average. Yeah, like uh, The Gifted on Fox, fine show set in the X-Men universe. That does high <laughs> 2 million. No, but I, mean, I was looking at it because that's a Monday night show on Fox. I mean, that'll do just under 3 million on a good week. So yeah, um, Raw does 3.2, 3.3 on a good week. You would think on network TV, those numbers would go up viewer, viewership-wise because the, the universe is greater, so... Yeah. Say three point five, um, you know. So it's it's it would be a good deal for him. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, hopefully SmackDown <clears throat> doesn't get completely buried. Uh, moving moving to get deeper into uh, deep cable. Yeah, and and guys, if you ever miss a, an episode of our our post raw or our Wednesday podcast, you can now catch it on Facebook Live. Uh, pretty much right after we right after we end here, because everybody's going to Facebook. And that's where the WWE will, you know, mm-hmm. not end up, but they'll probably t- t- offer them a lot of money and get them more money from Fox or USA. We'll see. Or they come up with another show for Facebook. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is weird, right? I mean, I was thinking about this last night with how much SmackDown and Raw do things. They're on the website that they post on Twitter, that they post on Facebook, videos that advance stories and whatnot. I mean, 
bundle a lot of that together, call it a show, and put it online, and I think it'll it would get it would get people watching it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing that anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I forget, you know, I'll see it, but I, I it's rare that I watch web only content from the WWE. If you have a TV show you really like, it's it's tell like if you like Game of Thrones, you're not going to watch three no. minute clips of Game of Thrones and be like, ah, oh, there's my fix. Yeah. No. It's got to you be know, these TV. YouTube clips that WWE puts up. People who keep bringing them up. Usually, it's not the match finishes. It's like a clip from the match, and um, you know, and and it's usually eighty percent, seventy, eighty percent is out of the U.S. So most of those views are not even yeah. in the U.S. Or I'm surprised. I mean, this isn't even a, a thing, thing for them to bring back talking smack, but I'm surprised that given how popular after shows have become. I mean, we saw it with Breaking Bad. We saw it with uh, Walking Dead, Better Call Saul. They did one for the new Star Trek. And, and I've watched some of those. People tune in to literally watch a half-hour show with oh, a yeah. host. Yeah. People but just talking about Walking what you just Dead. watched. Walking Dead, yeah. especially. But Walking yeah. Dead is in three hours. Yeah. Raw, you don't need a post-show. SmackDown, they did it. Vince hated it. That's, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Horrible feel, Vince. Horrible feel. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully, we get one last talking smack after Fastlane. Uh, but probably not. And if it's not with Daniel Bryan, Renee Young, it's off or not anyway. It's, yeah, it's, it's not true. the same. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh man, uh, Renee is so talented. I feel like they need to give her more to do. Yeah. Uh, man. So what? Uh, anything else that we didn't cover this week? I think that's it. Busy, uh, busy news morning. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be more. So stay tuned, folks, to Wrestling Inc. for all the latest. We'll be back Monday, and then next week's another busy week. We got Fastlane the following Sunday. Oh man. Cool guys. Um, so Mr. Matt Morgan, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at BP Matt Morgan. Raj uh, is on Twitter at Raj Geary underscore three Oh three. And I am at Glenn Rubenstein on Twitter until next time, folks, we will see you back here on the wrestling Inc podcast. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.